Welcome to Missions Now, a podcast about anything and everything missions through the eyes of the missionary. Today we are talking with Ms. Rogers. Ms. Rogers is serving in Asia. She's going to be sharing with us how she came to be running a business on the mission field, some of the challenges that come with that, how she balances ministry and family, what it was like to transition from one country to another while on the mission field. And then finally, after almost 20 years on the field, what keeps her going? So, Ms. Rogers, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be running a business on the mission field. Well, um, we've kind of been in this for a while, but when we changed countries, we um, headed towards Asia and we decided to go and do language study there. And after being there a couple years of doing language study, we realized we wanted to stay yeah. there in that field. And we felt like the options were teaching English, teaching English, or <laughs> teaching English. Yeah. And we looked at each other and we we're like, I don't know if I really want to teach English. And we thought, let's go ahead and open our own business. And so we um, took the steps to do that. And we were surprised that it was actually a pretty easy process. And the okay. countries, the country we're in actually was wanting businesses to be opened by foreigners there. And um, it worked. We, are, we have a successful business that employs um, six full-time employees, uh, three are uh, certified disabled. And so we're giving wow. jobs to people with disabilities, but we um, are in a community where we have 100 students on that come on a weekly basis. And uh, it's kind of like a community center. Yeah. Now, do you feel like you're well-received by the, the community at large? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, actually, um, Asia is a good place if, if uh, you're American and you want to be a movie star. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you yes. well, you know, people are actually kind of drawn to you, you yeah. know, and so um, we just decided to kind of take advantage of that. Okay, this is great. Um, so we have a self defense program that uh, we have. Yeah, we do. I know a lot of people listening to this. Maybe they feel called to to missions themselves. Yeah. Um, explain a little bit about that. How did you know that that's what? the calling on your life was? Yeah, well, about 19 years ago, um, we had a gentle tug. That's actually what I call it, yeah. a gentle tug uh, towards Brazil at that time. And um, we heard there, there was people there hungry for God's word. And so we um, said, let's go, let's go. And I yeah. happened to be uh, seven and a half months pregnant with our, oh, our second child yeah. when we moved there. And we had a one-year-old in tow. And we went not knowing really what it was going to be like, but we knew that um, God would meet us there. And when the transition came for us to move to Asia, it was actually really similar. It was the same gentle tug that we heard that there was people mm. there that wanted to hear about God. And we thought, you know what, let's go. So yeah. my husband says that the Great Commission um, isn't something he checks off a list because mm. we'd gone to Brazil and spent 11 years there. It wasn't. Um, like, oh, did that, done that. But it was the Great Commission always calling out to him yeah. to go. Was that a difficult transition in the sense of, of leaving behind these people that you had ministered to for so long? For sure, for sure. Like, I think we went back to the States in transition and we cried for four months straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just missing those people. And what are we doing? Why are we leaving? You know, but um, at the same time, anticipating that it was the Lord leading us to this new field. And, um, but, but I, I do think that one way tickets to Asia were scarier than to buy than sure, one way tickets sure. to Brazil. I yeah. remember 
putting our family, you know, in the plane and thinking, what what are we doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. How long was that transition process? Uh, like, was it something where you felt the Lord moving you on and then it happened quickly? Or was it something that, that kind of you, you felt over time, maybe the Lord is directing us someplace else? How did that play out? Well, it was, I mean... Wherever we're at, you know, there's a lot that we can be be in a place where there's different cultures, you know, the different type of Asian cultures that we're in, even Brazil, and kind of thinking one day if the Lord would ever take us there, you know, that we're willing. And then just one day, Tim said, I think it's time for us Mm. to go. And um, I said, okay, let's let's do this, you know. So um, God's, you know, past faithfulness, you've heard it said, demands our present trust in him. And Mm. that's what we are going off of. Yeah. that he was leading us. So you feel like that second move was actually scarier than the first. I would say definitely. The unknown was even bigger, even bigger. Um, yeah, it was. Tim said that he felt like it's time, mm-hmm. right? How did that go with your kids when, when you were talked about that, that move with them? Let's see, they were like 10 and 11 at the time. And then we had um, a one-year-old. Yeah, okay. so... They, our kids have always been bit, uh, been a bit of adventure bugs, you yeah. know, and, and if, I think as long as Tim and I were okay, they were okay. I think if they see us freaked out, then they're going to sure. kind of freak out. Stability in the yeah. home in yeah. general provides yeah. for them. And so um, Tim and I were, you know, on board with each other and our relationship with each other. And, and so I think that maybe that provided stability for the kids to follow. Yeah. Tim, he does self-defense, yeah. but you also have your own thing that you're doing yeah. as well, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I have a bakery in okay. the front, and then Tim has his um, jujitsu program in the back, and um, I make him fat, and he makes him skinny. <laughs> and, uh, it's a cycle. Yeah, him, yeah. So I just, told, I just told him, I said, I said, listen, if there's not going to be food, it's not going to be much fun. So let's get some cookies going out here, you know, and... Yeah. The, the brains of the operation. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he actually, my part of the business actually is not making that much money because yeah. I give employees so m- many people with disabilities. Tim is actually, sure. his part of the business is actually generating a majority of the income. You're getting the people in. Yeah. And he's making the money. Right, for sure. He's taking all the credit. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so as someone who is heavily involved in mm-hmm. ministry but also a wife and mother. How do you kind of filter through your priorities on a, on a daily basis? Yeah, um, I think that's the, the word priority, right? Is, yeah. is, is choosing what's important for that day, for that week. And um, again, making sure if you've got to make some choices that are hard, making sure that your kids are taken care of and know that they're cared for, know that they're loved. May the kids always know that. Yeah. Um, I'm actually finishing up my degree online Okay. And um, <laughs> add something else in there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I said, okay, I'm going to do this early in the morning before my family wakes up. Okay. You know, or if while Linda's in her in her school in the morning, she does um, the local school in the morning and does homeschool in the afternoon. Yeah. And so just trying to prioritize my time. That's that's the big key because, um, yeah, just not wanting people to feel like they're a burden. Or the yeah. business is a burden, you know, and delegating. I actually I delegate a lot. Yeah. I have a lot of people under me doing a lot of stuff for me. 
I feel like that's an underappreciated skill, right? The ability mm -hmm. to to delegate tasks and not have to feel like you're micromanaging everything. Yeah. And I mean, it's something I guess we have to do by faith, but believing that God will give the person right. the ability Some of that, to do right, it. It depends right? on the quality of the people you're right. trying to delegate to. But, right, right. Yeah. Like I remember coming in once and the chocolate chip cookies look like little turds. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, you got to kind of like push them down, <laughs> you know? And so the next day I came in and they look like they'd been run over by a truck, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, well, we're kind of going for something in the middle. And so I'm teaching someone how to make a chocolate co chip cookie that's never made a chocolate chip cookie yeah. before. Didn't know what it was supposed to look like, Sure. you yeah. know? And so going through that right now, we're doing the same thing with croissants, you know? And uh, anyways, but I, I I think I believe strongly that we can learn from our mistakes and I live that lifestyle and I pass that on to the girls under me and I go, Hey, we're learning. We are all learning. Yeah. So yeah. let's not be afraid to step out in faith. Let's not be afraid to make mistakes. Even this I'm constantly doing things, constantly doing things yeah. that um are uh I like kind of by faith or out of the box. Like this Saturday morning, like I'm not even at my bakery and I go, okay, guys, we're going to have a fundraiser because there's a guy oh. that needs a wheelchair. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. what? You know, <laughs> you know, and I um, would do this without you. Right. And so, well, yeah. And I, and so I, I set people to. up. I said, okay, yeah. um, I, I had, had my foreign friend come in. I said, can you make sure it looks good? Because yeah. I really want this buffet, brunch buffet to look good. And then I have another person in charge of making the food and another person in charge of making the, um, uh, doing the like the design for the flyers and stuff like that, yeah. and then all this together, we get a wheelchair for a guy, and we're going to try to give him a job, you know, yeah. doing windows yeah. in this new wheelchair. Fantastic! But I'm kind of the visionary. My husband's the stability. Okay. But I'm I very much am a visionary. But he kind of after for a while he made me promise not to have any new ideas for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> were you able to keep that? Not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We also have a trampoline park now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that that kind of leads into, into another question. Uh, so you mentioned a few, but what are some of the challenges of running a business in a foreign country? Um, the language. Sure. I have people that work with me that um, um, understand me and how yeah. I speak. Sure. And yeah. even if we're not even on the same language, we, we can communicate, communicate really well. But that is probably the biggest challenge. I want to say the language. And um, paying the bills, you know, mm. like, I mean, uh, currently, like, I don't know, our, our business has the expenses around 17000 U.S. a month. Okay. And it's paying for itself because wow. my husband's teaching a lot of classes, yeah. you know, yeah. and he's doing a great job. Great job. And every time we go to pay the rent each month, the secretary comes back and she says, I paid the rent. And we're like, oh, thank you, God. We're going to be here one more month. <laughs> we know we got one more month. Right. Well, the yeah. business has been like that since the since the third month we've started. It's been in the black since the third month. And I can't say anything other than, I mean, like, we have our vision, we have our ideas, but it's God who, who sustains it. it. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of what I come down to. Mm. That's Yeah, that's pretty, that's amazing there. Um, so, you know, you've, you've been out on, yeah. on the mission field for... A long time, yeah. about, what, about 19, 19 years or so? 19 years, yeah. yeah. You've seen a lot, seen many things. But kind of what, I guess, what keeps you going? Yeah. You know, family in the States, right? And I'm sure there are things that when you're back home, people are asking you, when are you coming back? Right, right, and right. What, what keeps you going? I think perspective. Hmm. Perspective, I think. Um, 
And I, I keep coming back. It's the love of Christ that compels me. Yeah. It's, 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 that's what keeps me moving on to, you know, make dinner when I'm, when I'm sweaty. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I live it, the whole the month of April, it was 108 for one week straight uh, in April, yeah. you know, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> God, yeah. this is, this is hard too, but it's, um, dealing with the challenges of, um, climate, bugs, sickness, language. Um, but the lows are lower than I've ever felt before, but I would say the highs are higher mm. than I've ever felt before too. Mm. And when, um, when you see God reach in and touch someone's heart, all you can think of is, I just want to be a part of this yeah. in any way. And, and my husband, something my husband always says too, he's like, we're actually not called like to do great things. We're just called to be faithful. Yeah. And so I just, I put that in front of me kind of a daily basis, like, Lord, I want to be faithful to you today. And um, I don't want to be afraid of doing hard things, you know? Yeah. And so that's kind of the challenge that I put myself, but it's, it's, it's Christ's love. It, that's what keeps me in that place and, and uh, trying to pay those bills or, or make croissants mm -hmm. or whatever. And, you know, so. Yeah. So for those, for those listening who who are maybe considering going out, you you listed off a few things that can be hardships there. Yeah. For you personally, how would you how would you rank those a level of difficulty? You got language, climate, mm. bugs, cultural differences. What for you is is difficult? The most difficult. Um. I would say my hardest day is if Tim and I if there's division, mm. like if there's something just like that we're kind of going through or whatever, just yeah. keeping it real. And I just told him, I said, I said, I could fight any giant with you, mm. but I don't feel I can fight very much without you, Yeah, you know? And yeah. so I think the challenge is to, to maintain unity, you know, and to look past the things that are bothering us or the challenges or the things that goes, go wrong and just work through issues work through you know yeah you can adapt yeah to other things right yeah yeah for yeah. sure for sure but if i could encourage anyone to go i would say go because not because of who they are or their abilities but i know who god is yeah you know and i'm just just go for it go for it there are jobs out there there are jobs to be had there are positions to be filled where where countries are saying come yeah come and be a part of our lives you know, yeah. come and and uh, try living in India and um, see what it's like in Thailand and um, Japan. That whole, that country just needs a big hug. <laughs> that country, they just need a big just old wrap hug. Your arms around do it, it. Yeah. do it. I would say do yeah. it just because not. I mean, I don't have to base it on anybody's abilities or you know, but I just know who God is and yeah. he, he, the fact that He wants to show Himself strong on behalf of those that are faithful to Him. But my husband says one of the greatest requirements is a sense of humor. Yes. He's like, if you don't have a sense of humor, he goes, this place is going to eat you up. Well, yes. You yeah. know? Exactly how I would describe it. And right. Eat you up. Right. right. If, not, if, you, if you can't laugh at yourself or the situations that, you know, you just got spit on, you know? Yeah. Or um, you pooped on your shoe. <laughs> It's you not know, always that's, your first. <laughs> that's rough, man. Yes. How do you get the? You it's just, not always you... <laughs> your initial reaction, but you do have to laugh about it in time. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not, you know, and just because it builds up, right? Yeah. Like that's the 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 struggles 
if you don't learn, I felt like if you don't learn to laugh it off, you can put up with it, but it just starts to build up almost yeah. a bitterness. Yeah. Have you experienced yeah. that at all? For yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. If one more picture, if one more person takes my picture, right. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. you know, throw the camera at them, you know, I'm like, yeah. oh God, forgive me, you know. But actually, um, that's another thing that some people struggle with when coming to Asia is that they're, they feel like their kids are getting taking their pictures all the time and people are getting in their space. And I, I just told a friend, one of my friends once, I just said to her, I said, hey, I think there was a time when they ran from us. Yeah. You know, and I said, okay, so right now they're not running from us, they're running at us. And it's a little annoying sometimes, but, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a sacrifice that I guess we're willing to make mm. to live in that place. Yeah. So I think kind of coming with the mindset to, Embrace difficulty, right? Mm -hmm. You feel like that's something that somebody on the field needs to have. Yeah, I think um, confidence that God's going to meet you there. Yeah, that there, it's not um, not romanticizing it. Yeah, you know that there are going to be challenges and um, not expect expecting so much of yourself. Being real and being faithful. Mm. And yeah. you know, that's great. Well, we're out of time for now. Miss Rogers is going to be back with us uh, for another session, but. Thank you for your time. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed. Miss Rogers will be back with us again for another episode. So you want to stay tuned for that. You know, if you liked us, please feel free to, to tell your friends or, or to share with somebody. We'll see you next time.